The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Nick Callum and Riley with you once again. So last week we discussed three teams, which were the Storm, the Bulldogs and the Warriors. This week we are diving into two familiar faces and a brand new team joining the NRL season. We're talking Dragons, the Knights... And the Brisbane Dolphins, lad. Oh, yeah. yeah it's going to be exciting. The Knights are probably the most fantasy-relevant team on here. <laughs> You're joking, right? No, unfortunately not. It's That's sad. Let's just get stuck into it. Let's stick with the Dragons first up. Uh, Cal, how are they looking for this year's draw, mate? Uh, not the greatest, eh? Round one, they've got the buys. So if you have a lot of Dragons players in your team at the moment, do us all a favour, get rid of them. Not the greatest. Um, but look, after that, it's not too bad. Um, there's a long time in between buys for them. Round one, then the next one's round 16. So, uh, it's yeah, not, not not the worst. And then round 20 is the one after that. So, they're all good from then on to the the way home until round 27 against the team that's in this podcast, the Knights. Very good. All right, Tyrell Sloan, Nicholas, 250K, breaking even of 17. I mean, if these guys were playing round one, would you ideally get him in your team? Well, I don't see why you wouldn't just put him in your team to start with. Like, You've got 21 places in your uh, in your fantasy team, right? And if he's your only Dragons player, which he probably, you know, there might be a couple others you might think of having, but... I think Tyrell Sloan's the only one you're going to have. He's not playing the first week. If you've got 20 fit players, why not have him in your team at the start of the season? He's only 250K starting fullback. How do you reckon he's going to go this year, Cal? Tyrone Sloan, oh, Tyrell Sloan, sorry. Yeah, well, Sloan, he's um got that spot um, at the moment by the looks of it with the uncertainty of uh, Cody Ramsey. He's got unfortunate health issues. So it looks like Sloan will be put into that position. I don't mind it. But the problem is, I just think with Sloan and these other Dragons players, well, in, in particular with Sloan, who's to say that uh, the coach won't just say, look, let's just put Moses M by there, do a whole backflip and put him at fullback, and then you're stuck with the red dot, and it's round two, and he's a 250K player. But look, from all reports, he's going to be a player um, this year that should score well. He's done all right in the games that they've had already. I think they've already had a couple of trial games of Dragons, so um, he's... Yeah, from all reports, it's done pretty good. So should have that spot locked in um, come round two for them. But just be wary if you're scared of having a red dot in your team. I like those red dots. Uh, ben Hunt, 646K starting off the year, break even of 45. Um, what do you reckon, Nick? Ben Hunt, do you want him in your team or not? Uh, look, he has been a player in the past that has gone quite well. In fantasy, last year was sort of the first year that he wasn't really relevant, mm. you know, in many teams. So it's tough. I don't think the Dragons team is very good, and that's affecting his, his output. Yeah, but in saying that, like he's the he's the sole playmaker of the team, really. He so he's the go to man. So he gets a lot of stats from that. He's just not the Dragons just aren't a good team him to to score those extra points that he used to i think so i i might be probably steering clear of him and cal break even of 45 is that high or low for ben hunt going into this new year i think we've lost Callum there he's uh frozen <laughs> not good nick i'll ask you that same question break even of 45 for ben hunt for 2023 starting off the season is is that ideal as well I mean, it's pretty good, actually. Like, it's it's lower than I, I thought it might be for him. Um, I'll just pull up some stats because I know Callum would have had the stats. He's our so, stat man. He is our stat man. And he's got a, a career average of 52 starting at halfback in his yep. career. Sorry, boys, I cut out. He's back. That's all good, mate. <laughs> what stats do you want to know? <laughs> uh, ben Hunt's break even of 45. I, was, I asked you, but... You're still on 3G by the looks of things. But um, I just yeah. want to know from you, 45 break even going into 2023. Like uh, Nick reckons it's actually pretty good, lower than he expected. What do you reckon? 
He only scored over 50, I think it was on nine separate occasions last year. So I think he's pretty much priced where he'll score. He might have a little bit of upside, but look, I, I wouldn't be going to him. If Ben Hunt was starting at hooker, wow, yeah. he'd be straight in my team because his stats at hooker are unbelievable, but he won't be playing there. He'll be there at halfback, and unfortunately, we won't be yelling out, go, go Dozer. Uh, let's move on to Jack Bird, our final player. We're going to discuss about the Dragons. Uh, he's costing you 607000 bucks, break-even of forty-two. Uh, Nick, you going to get the Bird? Well, you know, I did last year, so I might as well do it again. This bloke uh, loves birds. You love bird, his birds? The Bird. Anyone with Bird in their name, I usually do pick up. <laughs> but he is, what, 600 and something? Yeah, 607. yeah. Um, I just can't. Is that too expensive, you reckon? Well, it is, but the argument to be made here is that he's got the center positional uh, with the edge. Is that correct? He's got edge and center, I'm assuming, anyway. Um, So the argument is here, while there's not many center options, why don't we start with one of the gun centers in Hmm. Jack Bird? knowing that he'll probably be one of the top two or three centers at the end of the year. Wow. I'm not sure if uh, you want to do that with the center spot. Like I, I haven't done that in the past and it probably hurt me last year. I didn't have Burton. Yeah. But, and, but most people didn't even start with Burton anyway, last year they, they brought him in around round eight or something. So I just think you don't need to start with Jack Bird. Cal, do you agree or disagree with that statement? I agree, mate. 607K is a lot of money to have um, on your bench because he won't be there around one in your emergency. It's just a lot of money wasted. sitting there, wasted. You're going yeah. to lose ranks. If you're playing head-to-head, then look, maybe consider it. But if overall, you, you definitely can't go with him. Um, with Jack Bird as well, if he starts at lock, he's more fantasy relevant because last year he, na- he had an average of 54.7 from 76 minutes at lock. So you probably just need to wait and see if any injuries happen. And he gets yep. that spot. Because if he does, there's more appeal. But at the moment, I wouldn't go near him. But look to target him later in the season. Yeah, righto. Um, let's discuss how you reckon they're going to fare up on the uh, in the 17. Like, where do you reckon they're going to finish at the end of the comp? Down below the bottom? Or do you reckon they're just going to miss out on the in the eight? Strong contender to get the spoon, in my opinion. Very strong contender. Yeah, right. There's two teams in here that I think will be battling for the spoon. You better not say the team I think you're thinking. Yeah, no. the Dolphins. We're talking about this podcast. <laughs> if you were thinking yeah. Titans, yes, that's probably the third team. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> your Pack your bags now. I said it last year. I'll say again this year. We are getting the gold. Only this year it's actually going to happen. Let's move on to the Knights. Um, Callum, uh, looks like a pretty cruisy start for them in the draw this year. Correct, mate. That's why it has a lot of people licking their lips. This draw with the players, their pricing, it is really good. The Warriors, Tigers, Dolphins, Raiders, Seagulls, Warriors, Panthers. Wow. Uh, but the, that that start is great. They have a buy in round 10 as well. So you can probably you know buy a few and you don't yeah. have to try and rush them all out. Um, and then there's obviously the one during the origin period, the buy of round 14 and then round 19. So not bad. I do like a few of these players. We'll, we'll mention them. We are basically going to be mentioning every single player on the team by the looks of things <laughs> on our run sheet. Uh, as well. <laughs> Nick, can I interest you one in Kalen Ponga? You may be interesting me, even though I, after, I, after I brought him in for one round last year at the end of the season and I said I'm never going to buy him again, here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Um, oh dear! <laughs> I, think, I think it's just come out that he is playing. He's definitely playing five eight, like ninety nine percent. He's playing five eight. The coach has said so. That is quite interesting. Callum probably has some stats of his previous games at five eight, which was a while ago. But he's a bit of a better player now, I think. Um, well, after getting that deal, you would hope so. You would hope, and we're just going to hope here as well before Callum gets into the stats that he just doesn't get another head knock. Like, um, I think I think he won't get as many because when you're at fullback, you're sort of floating out the back 
of the halves and he's getting balls and people are jamming him with those arms just out there. So yep. he should avoid that, hopefully. Um, and tackles will be a little bit easier for him in that he's a you know, straight front on. He doesn't have to like sprint hard across field to tackle someone. So yeah, I, I feel like he, he should be right as long as he gets his, you know, defense against those edge forwards, you know, right just with his technique, but he, he should be fine. So I'm thinking it's a good option. He's currently in my team, but I come with the stats. Maybe what do you got? Right. Um, so when starting at five, eight, he have, has an average of 43.2. Um, so it's slightly below when he starts at fullback, but in saying that his break even's 37. So there's upside there. Um, he's had more experience obviously in the NRL since last time he played five, eight. So I think that's a bonus for him. Um, like Nick said, though, the, the problem with Kalen Ponga is the issue surrounding how many head knocks and concussions he uh, had last year. And we just want to try and avoid that. Hopefully he can, and he'll have forwards around him now to do more of the defensive work. So he will be someone that will be attacking down that left edge for the Knights. And look, to be honest, he's been in and out of my team. I can confirm he's currently not in my team. Oh, but I probably he's will have him. I'm not entirely sure face. yet. He's licking his lips at the moment. Oh. Easy W's. Yeah, uh, boys, i got to ask, if you're like Nick and you're starting with Kalen Ponga, say round one or two, he does get that head knock. Who knows if he's going to be coming back? Who could be a good substitute for him straight away? An easy swap. Geez, putting us on the spot here. Um, depends what position you want. I'm assu- well, he will get the half and the wing fullback, but I'm assuming you want a wing fullback. So he might pivot to, I guess, Reese Walsh, depending how he goes in the first couple of weeks. Um, apart from that, you might, uh, you could pick up a cheapie. He did well in the first round or two if he gets an early head knock, uh, like Hayes Perham or someone from the Bulldogs. What What do you think about Jaden Campbell? Because he actually did have a pretty interesting year last year. Would he be all right? And also, you're probably getting a little bit of money back as well with Jaden. No, you're not. Jaden oh, no. would be more expensive than Kalen. And we'll oh, talk yeah. about that later. So that's why... I would, Jayden, I would not go near him. <laughs> no, that's why he's not really an option this year at the moment, Jaden. Other people to consider within yeah. um, any head knocks would probably be Chance Nickel, Clookstar, um, Hammer, depending on what happens with him. So those lower guys, and like we mentioned as well, Tyrell Sloan, if he comes out and has a good start, you may as well throw him in. Mm. Get the money, upgrade whoever you want to clear your hinds. Beautiful. All right, well, let's move on from Kalen Ponga as much as that will hurt us. Uh, let's move on to another good bloke, Adam Elliott. He had an outstanding year last year, lads. Uh, starting the year off, we're at 6.06K, break even of 42. Callum, break even of 42. Is that uh, is that all right for Adam Elliott? 100%. This bloke has upside on upside, in my opinion. He is going to make money. He did it last year. Obviously, he was cheaper. Um, but look, last season started at lock. He made a lot of money for his owners. Hopefully, he'll have the same role this year at the Knights. There's big minutes available for him. Um, obviously, they've had Clemmer and Barnett leave their forward packs, and in particular, Clemmer. Uh, he was a key forward last season. Um, he got through big minutes at the Knights, and I think Elliot will be the person who will come in and take that role. Now, the problem is Mann's probably on the bench, Kurt Mann, and he'll probably play a little bit of lock, maybe a bit of hooker here and there. Um, but I think I think he'll be good. Like When starting at lock last year, he averaged 49, and that was, yeah, that was an average of 55 minutes last year. So I'd expect him to probably get anywhere between 55 minimum, but more likely 60, 65, and really maybe even 70, depending on the situation of the game, if he needs to play those big minutes, because he can. So in my opinion, Adam Elliott, he's a good cut price potential keeper who will probably make your money to start the season off with. Nicholas, uh, Jackson Hastings, a little bit more expensive at 645k break, even a little bit higher at 45. Um, do we consider this guy or? Uh, I think you have to consider him because of his high ownership. Now, I'm not as high on him or actually Adam Elliott as Callum is, I think. 
Um, he's very high on these two players, but I think I'll just have to purchase maybe both of them because so many people are going to have them. And if you miss out, that it leaves you behind the pack. That's what happened to, to me last year with like Isaac Tago and uh, Talon May. I didn't have those two players <laughs> and I got left behind because they just made so much money and scored so many points. And it's, it's the kind of thing here. Jackson Hastings averaged 45 last year. Um, he scored better when he was playing lock at the Tigers at the end of the season. So you just got to keep that in mind, I think. Um, but yeah, with the with his break even, th- there's upside there. He'll do a lot of the kicking because of uh, Kalen Ponga playing in the hard. We're assuming he's not going to kick much. So, I mean... Yeah, I can see him averaging more than fifty, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm not sold on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty pretty easy draw to start, so maybe maybe jump on him. But Cullen probably has some stats on him here, as I do, mate. Yeah, I've got stats. Um, Give me the Jackson Hastings stats. Go on. Look, you don't want him, but I think the. The only way that you can do fantasy this year, in my opinion, is you start with Cleary and Heinz. You start with either Cleary or Heinz. And then you have a mid-range um, to go with him around the 600, 5, 4, if you can. Um, if not, then you have to go someone who's really low. And there's not many options, to be honest, in the hubs. Um, so Jackson Hastings, in my opinion, is the person to partner with the gun of your choice, Cleary Heinz. I think he's still scoring to that. Um, but look, he averaged forty-four point four last year. Hey, Cal, I'm going to stop you right there, mate. I'm going to sorry, I'm going to stop you right there. It sounds like your three G's kicked in again. Um, <laughs> And we couldn't understand Robot Callum, unfortunately. The robot is here. Get out of the basement, Callum. (laughs) Not great. I said Uh, it last podcast and I'll say it again. It's quite unfortunate. I've got perfect internet on mine, so. Oh, he's back. We got him. Just, Cal, while while it's it's fresh in our minds, uh, Jackson Hastings, just could you quickly, briefly go over those stats one more time? Just a quick summary, if you can. 44.4 halfback last year, 45 break even, has upside. Kalen Ponga won't be doing much kicking. Jackson Hastings will be doing everything. Buy him easy, done. <laughs> Love it. All right, Jaden Braley. Cal, while your internet's staying good, mate, let's stay with you. Uh, 695K, break even of 48. Do we want the Braley? He's been relevant in the past, mate, but I don't think Jaden Braley's going to um, have a good season this year. Like, ideally, you want to have an 80 minute hooker, and I don't think he will be someone that'll play 80 minutes because they'll most likely have Kurt Mann on the bench. Right. Um, If he does play 80, though, he's definitely worth a punt. Um, But I'd be going for someone who's a lot less uh, risky in terms of the hooker position and be buying one of the, the top three, really. And, Cook, Grant, even Robson. Um, well, he's definitely speaking the truth that uh, Cook, Grant, and Robson are the better hookers. Yeah, but um, I'm a I'm a Braley fan. I've been a Braley fan in the past. Um, yeah, I just think he's a good fantasy player. He mightn't be he mightn't be a great NRL player to watch, but he does rack up the points for you that you need. So, um. Yeah, he is a little bit expensive, though, I think. he I don't think he's going to make you too much money. So, yeah, just think about that if you want to buy him. I don't think it's a bad option, but um, if, yeah, if, he, if he plays 80 minutes, it's good. But as Callum said, Kurt Mann might play a little bit. So, yeah, might just hold off that one, I think. All right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Next bloke we're going to be talking about uh, this. Oh, oh, all let right. me say it, mate. Uh, mate, let me give it a go here. Uh, Christian Mapapalangi. Christian Mapapalangi, not bad. Not <laughs> bad. Thank you, lads. Uh, who is this guy? What's he doing in the NRL? Who is he? 
Callum, I'll go to you. Mate, um, look, he's interesting. Uh, he's a player to consider, but there's a lot of things that need to go his way for him to get into the side. So he's currently listed at half, but wow, I think the rumours are at the moment that Mapapalangi will most likely, if he's going to get a spot, he will play at centre. He played there last year. He played two games, scores of 39 and 41 yeah. against the Raiders and Titans, and that had no tries in those games. So um, pretty good. Um, if he does play, like I said, center half and center dual, the only thing is at the moment, it looks like either Miller, but that's getting, um, less and less likely as the days go, go on. It's probably going to be either Hodgson or Gagai who will be playing fullback this year with Ponga making the switch, um, into five eight. So if, if, uh, Gagai gets the fullback spot, then it, Mapapalangi will probably be the centre. Who would you say is playing fullback if Miller's not going there? Bailey Hodgson or Dane Gagai. They've both been training. There's also been rumours Tyson Gamble, but that's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> that is so bad. That's horrendous. Like, that bloke, I've I've seen him play. Nothing against him or his ability, but he is not a fullback. <laughs> He's not fast enough. He has the ball-playing ability but he's just not fast enough. Would you compare his ability at fullback position at like his haircut or what? I don't know. Yeah, I might have to ask Nick about that. He's he's more into the, the styling of the hair. Yeah, I should, I'll get a Tyson Gamble haircut actually if he starts oh, round one. Mate, we'll need it. <laughs> You've heard it here first. <laughs> we won't be able to bloody do the podcast if that was the case. I know. My sex appeal would be too high for this podcast. I'd have to move on. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. I'll clip that. All right. Uh, Let's move on to Daniel Saifidi. 545K, break-even of 38. That that actually sounds quite low for a break-even for his calibre going into the season. Am I right or am I way off? You're right, mate. But that was his average last year, 38.1. Um, the difference this year though is Big Clem's not there, the Big Clem dog. So he'll need to pull his weight. Is that right? Well, there's going to have to be minutes somewhere. Callum's assuming that Adam Elliott's just going to eat them all up, but he's more of a lock, whereas Clemmer was the prop. So, you know, I just I I think Adam Elliott will get more minutes. They'll want to keep him and Millie happy at the club. If he's not happy, Millie won't be happy. Got to get the narratives going. Yeah, see, um, Saifidi got an average of 51.6 minutes last year. Um, okay. So, I mean, and only scored 38 points. So looking at that doesn't really doesn't really tell a good story for him. So I think there's a few other better options than Daniel Saifidi going, floating around his price point or just yeah. below. Yeah, so. But I do expect him, his price to go to go up. Um, I, I think it's got to. So yeah, but so, maybe maybe not enough to to get up to the fifties, which is what you want sometimes. Okay, so do you want him in your team straight up? Yes or no? At five hundred forty-five k for Daniel Saifidi? I don't think so. I think there's other other guys there. Um, yeah, aren't you probably if you put him in, you're, you're you're putting him in on the hope he might get back to his average in the last two seasons before last, where it was like forty seven and forty six or something like that was his averages. So I mean, if he does that, then there's like what eight or nine points there of value, which is pretty good. But will he do that or not is the question. I mean, he was injured a bit last year, wasn't he, Callum? From memory, is that right? Yeah, I don't know. Last year he was. I don't know what was going on. A little bit in and out of the side. I think that was to do with injuries. But like you said. He had 38 points from 51 minutes, but then the past two seasons, 40 from 40, 48, sorry, from 47, 47 from 53. So really it's similar minutes. He just lacked off a little bit in points. I don't know what happened there. Maybe keep an eye on him. Uh, That's Daniel Saifidi. Yeah. Let's move on to Jack Hetherington. Oh my God. Uh, 362,000 K to kick off 2023. Break even of 25. Uh, What do we do with this bloke? Callum? Well, there's rumours he's starting on the edge. <laughs> Is that spicy? I don't, 
I don't think he will. It's spicy, and I think it's too much spice, too much that they can handle, especially at the Newcastle Knights. Seriously, that is too much spice there. Definitely, I don't think he'll be starting. If he does, like what's doing really? Yeah. Um, he has a slight upside. Um, previously, he's got an average of thirty-two point eight from sixty-four point five minutes. That's from four games, starting at the edge. Um, I just think there's better options that you can start with, and that the Knights can start with. Simple as that. I'd, yeah. I wouldn't be touching him. They've got what Tyson Frizzell. Yep. Um, they got well. Brody Jones won't start there. Who's the other bloke? I was thinking of. His name escapes me right now. I don't know. I had it all. I had it all listed down, but I don't want to go onto any uh, other internet or open up anything because most likely I'll go back to three G robot Cal. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, we don't want that to happen either, mate. Rest that man. Um, I'll find him for you. Brought, Probably. Uh, um, what's his name? Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbon. That's it. That's yeah. who I'm thinking of. Ooh. Surely Fitzgibbon starts. Frizzell starts, and Hetherington on the bench. Possibly. Surely. Or surely, yeah. So in that case, Jack Hetherington would not be a buy. Is that what we're, we're concluding here? Stay away. Stay away. That's all. Jack Hetherington, goodbye from the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Bailey Hodgson. Cal, you mentioned earlier, a uh, pretty good price, 230K to kick off 2023. Break even of 16. Do you reckon uh, this could be a potential cash cow? Most definitely, mate. I really hope he starts at fullback. If yeah. he starts a fullback, he's straight in my team and should be in everyone's team with the Knights draw. Um, so what, what's what's your message to all of our listeners right now before they even have access to the app? They're just about to jump on Google. They're about to make their team. He's just been named at fullback. What's your message? Simple. Purchase him. The problem is, though, Riley, and like I mentioned it earlier, is the rumors of Dan Gagai maybe starting at fullback, my Papalangi at center. If that's the case, Hodgson doesn't have a spot. And then also, there's news going around, and I'm sure Nick has seen this, a lot of people have seen this, that Knights are wanting to purchase Lachlan Miller. Now, he's 426K, breaking of 29, and he played last year for the Sharks. I think he only played about three or four games, maybe a little bit more. Um, yeah. Four games, had an average of 49.8. So if he can somehow come over to the Knights, he's a bargain, he's a buy. Um, but it looks less likely. And I think the main problem is at the moment is the Knights want him, but the Sharks are saying, well, you give us something in return, but they really don't need anyone and don't want anyone from their squad, (laughs) I don't think. So, Nick, I'm not sure what you've heard about that, mate, Um, if you've heard anything different. No, that's what I've heard. Um, I, I don't know if the Knights have actually offered the Sharks anyone yet, though. Or if the no. Sharks have knocked anyone back. So I'm assuming it, it's still likely, I think, that Miller could go there. Still. Yeah. If I was the Sharks, I wouldn't be wanting to let him go because when he came in last year and um, covered for Will Kennedy when he was out, he was amazing for him. He yeah, could probably I'm... even start in front of Kennedy, to be honest. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Sharks will keep him yeah. um, because. Just that squad depth. Yeah. Like, why would they get rid of him if he's contracted yeah. there? Like, the Sharks aren't gaining anything from it, really. Yeah, exactly. So, so back to Bailey Hodgson, Nick, if he gets a go. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I probably won't put him in my scoring, though. I'll probably put him in emergency. Too. Oh, I'm not sure. It'll depend. Yeah. Well, they've got a pretty easy run to kick off the year. So you would imagine that if he was put in fullback, he would actually go half all right. Yeah, but fullbacks fullbacks can score no points or a lot. It's they're very inconsistent, especially Hodgson, who we haven't seen a lot of. So yeah, yeah the soft draw does help though. Like it, it it brings that appeal to a bloke who's two thirty k. Yes, it's the appeal is the two thirty k and the lower break even, but the soft draw it definitely helps. Yep, that's good input. Uh, we did. You guys just talked about him before, Lachlan Miller. Uh, is there anything else you want to add on him before we move on to the the Dolphins? I suppose if he doesn't get a spot at the Knights, Nick, and something happens at the Sharks where he becomes available, you'd probably have to heavily consider purchasing him. That's probably about it. Yes, probably. <laughs> Especially if he gets that fullback like he did last year. 
Yeah, but the Sharks have a soft draw. Yeah. Okay, well, let's say he goes to the Knights, right? Yep. Let's say he's starting fullback at the Knights. Would you buy him? Yes. I don't know if I can have like two or three Knights players. And it's to just... be honest, Pong is probably the one that'll make way. You're joking. I'm not. I wish I was. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, lock on the I just Because I can't have that many Knights. 29 break even. Yeah. I can see 10 points of value there plus, but mm. not sure yet. We'll see see how events pan, pan out, eh? Until round Hopefully nine. Hodgson. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that is the Knights. How do you reckon they're going to go this year, lads, in terms of rankings? Cal, I'm going to start with you. Mate, if players can stay fit, I think they will do better than last year. Which Last one? year, I said they were going to get the spoon. Um, so this year, look, to be honest, I reckon they'll finish oh, geez, between, oh, I'm going to say between 10 and 13. Oh, I was going to say 14, but yeah, we'll go 13. All right. Probably closer to around the 11, 12, yeah. Yeah, well, they started They started really well last year, didn't they? They were, they were first yeah. after two or three, two rounds, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't see him making the eight again. I'll I'll go twelfth for them. They'll finish twelfth. All right, uh, we're going to finish off the potty with the debut team coming into twenty twenty three. The Dolphins, Callum. Uh, we have not heard much about the Dolphins. Like we don't know what to expect from the team first year going into the round. In terms of their draw, would you say it's easy or hard to be brought into the NRL? Well, I can tell you round one, loss. Round two, loss. Round three, maybe a loss. Round four, loss. Round five, probably a win. Round six, loss. Round seven, loss. Round eight, yeah, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) So I don't have high hopes for them, if I'm being honest. They have an experienced forward pack, which is really good. But I don't know if they have the quality around that to be able to push and try and get up there. A lot of people have them favourites for the spoon. Wow. That's not so, what you want going into the comp, is it? No, but the, the, the problem is, well, not the problem, but they're, they're new. We don't know how they're going to go. It's yeah. 17 players coming onto the field, never really played much football together. There's a few of them, obviously, that have come from the same clubs, but they haven't played much football together. It's tough to try and get them to all mould together. It's it's tough when that clubs have two to three players that are new come in and they all try to, you know, find their rhythm. Yeah, but so not the calibre coach. We can't forget about this guy who who's leading the pack. Wayne's yeah. world. Wayne Bennett. Surely, if you're going to be a brand new team coming into the competition, that's who you'd want as your coach. Yeah, I think so. And you haven't really see with Wayne. There's not going to be any problems at the club, like cultural problems, like at the stupid Broncos and other places. Mate, you love them. You love the Bronx. I can't wait for that potty. Every year, I'm disliking them more and more. <laughs> I used to like, as I was a kid, I used to like love them so much, and then like it got to a point after that you grand final loss. The Brisbane Broncos. You after that a- grand final loss, it's like slowly going down. It's just yeah. slowly. Down now from there. Come join the Cowboys. Actually, no, go to the Dolphins. Go to Titans. Just saying. <laughs> but let's move on to the players of the Dolphins before we I'll get just quickly right. mention Riles. I didn't mention the buyers. They have round 11 by yeah. round 16, round 21. So if you that's do start bad. with some players, which we'll space. get to, yeah, is, is that, evenly space. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not too bad. So um, we'll, we'll get to the players now. But if you buy them, then I no, you don't have to get rid of them straight away unless they're terrible. Cal, I'm going to need a hand with this. Freaking player's name, man, because last year I struggled with it. <laughs> Hammer so Tabuai Fido. You can just call him the Hammer. The Hammer. That's right. We used to call him the Hammer. And the Hammer is striking at 372000 bucks to kick off the year with a break-even of 26. Is that a... Oh, is that tempting or what? Nick, let's have a discussion, mate. Tempting? Yeah. I don't know. Well, what position is he playing? <laughs> well, that's the question. They've signed Tessie New now, which is, uh, just gives me a headache. 
Obviously, he's winger, fullback, center on the game. Great. We want that. If he plays fullback, I'm labeling him as a buy. Yeah, fair enough. If he plays center, I will not be touching him. Center or wing? No chance. Yeah, all the wing. I, yeah. Like when he starts at fullback, he's got a career average of 31.8. Yeah. The, the Upside only, straight away. The only, the only time I was going to buy him is if he was at fullback. But now, even if he does start at fullback, you still got Tessie New there. What's to yeah. say Wayne doesn't put Tessie New in there and hammer so into the centers because like he wants to move Ewan Aiken into the second row or move someone else to some other position? Definitely. And if you've got him in your side at the moment and you want a like-for-like, like, Jake Avarillo, if he gets that fullback spot, he's 2K cheaper. So he's got the jewel as well. The other person that's pretty much the same price at 370 as well is Chance Nickel Cookstar. Really, he, they're, they're pretty much at the moment, they're like for like for like. Yeah. So in terms of price. Personally, personally, who would you go with? If Jake Avrillo gets fullback, Jake Avrillo. Okay. You leaning towards the same decision, Nick? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Hey, Cal. Mate. I'm calling in my uh, second lifeline, mate. Oh, yes. I knew you'd need help with this one. This bloke is new, so not a lot of people know him. You might need, might need, even need help with the next player that we have on our list. Uh, but this guy is Valence Defare. Valence Defare. Yes, Valence Defare. I was going to say Valence T. Where? <laughs> well, that's how it's spelt. <laughs> Valence Defare. Yeah, right. What can you tell us about this bloke, Cal? 230k, mate. Break even of 16. He is in a lot of people's teams at the moment. I'm talking yeah. above, I'm going to say 27, 28. Yeah, he's what? in a lot of people's team. What's his background? Um, I don't really know too much about him. Um, I know, though, he is a bigger bloke who plays center. So okay. a lot of people have wraps on him because he's got that big build. He can tear, tear away the def- defenders and... A lot of people are hoping that he'll get his, a go this year. And I think he will get a go at some point. Maybe not straight up, though. I don't think they can probably give him a spot straight away, especially with Tessie New signing. I think it makes it harder for him to get a gig. Okay. But he's got winger, fullback, and center, Jewel. Oh, sure. So, wow. I think, yeah, I think so he needs I injuries. Wonder, I wonder why people are getting him in the team. But necessarily, you don't want to start with him. You want to put him in your emergencies and then make him... Do you reckon he could be one of the biggest cash cows this year? If he gets a go, I don't think he'll be one of the biggest cash cows, but if he gets a go, I think he'll be someone that you can have in your emergencies. He will make cash. He'll be able to yeah. generate that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think, unless he's named there round one, you, obviously you can't start with him if he's not. But if there's any injuries throughout the year, I think he'll be someone that'll come straight into that side. Nick, have you heard much about him or are you just going to wait and see for yourself? Yeah, um, I don't think he's going to start, like, as Callum said. So that means I would not put him in my team because then you got one less player out of 21 playing and you're just hoping that he comes in. So, yeah, the, the 28%, if he's not if he's not starting, they'll need to get him out of, his, out of their team. Okay. So one more time, Cal, his name? Balance Tavari. Valence Tafaro. All right, remember that name. Uh, we'll probably be talking about him a lot more this season coming up. Isaiah Katoa? That's him. Yay. Not too hard. <laughs> no, Isaiah Katoa. 230K, break-even of 16, another break-even of 16, and like pretty much the exact same price as the last bloke we just talked about. Uh, but how are we feeling about this guy going into the comp cow? Um, a lot of people have him too. Yeah, 20%. Yeah. yeah, he's very highly owned. Um, he's another person, Nick, that I just don't think will be starting. But he needs injuries to either O'Sullivan or Milford or Isaiah Katoa because he is a half. Um, he does, though, have a lot of raps on him, like, like I've been saying about a few of his players. He's highly regarded. He came from the Panthers, and they didn't want to let him go. That's how highly regarded he is. They they had him penciled into, I think cover the halves maybe this year if any injuries happened. Um, mm. So yeah, 
the only way I can see him if he starts round one is, like I said, injuries or Milford plays fullback, which I don't think that's going to happen. Wayne Bennett doesn't like to play young players either. He'll work. That's true. Um, see what happened with like Joseph Suwali or Suwali'i at, at the yeah. Rabbits move to the Roosters because Wayne Bennett pretty much said, I'm not going to play you. I think pretty much would have told him, <laughs> I'm not going to play you, you know, this year, you know? So he moved on. So that's, that's why I think Katoa is not going to, not going to get a spot there unless an injury happens. Uh, let's move on. Tom Gilbert, Nick, let's stick with you, mate. 567,000 uh, to kick it off. Break even of 39. Tom Gilbert, is he popular like the other two we were just talking about or not really? Um, He's the sixth most popular player on their team, 8.3%. Wow. And he's got the jewel of mid and edge, which is good. Yeah. Um, so obviously coming from the cows... Um, we think he's playing lock. Is that right, Callum? Um, I think lock. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. But yeah, traditionally he's not really a lock. He's more of a edge player. Yeah. But well, last year he played a bit of edge and middle. Like he had that role where he started on the edge, moved to the middle a little bit. Yeah. And if we go to his twenty twenty two stats here. 30, basically 40 points in 58 minutes. But a little bit of that's on the edge there, as Callum said. So if he's playing, but if he's playing lock for 58 minutes, you just imagine he scores more than that. Like he could go, he could score 45 points. Yeah. Well, I've got an average here of when he started a prop, which is similar to lock, slightly different, but similar. He has a 40.3 average from 55 minutes. But he's also, that that was a few years ago now. So he's also, you know, a little bit better now, probably. Yeah, he got better. He's played Origin, so he's a better player. Yeah, I feel like 45 points you probably can reasonably expect from him. Um, So, yeah, probably a little bit... A uh, bit like Daniel Saifidi, maybe. Not really sure. The only the He's probably got more of an edge over Daniel Saifidi because of the dual position he has. Yeah. But I, I still don't think that's enough to to warrant him in your team at the break even of 39 yeah so maybe six points of value i don't know really you're pushing it (laughs) so would you start with him or is it a bit of a hit and miss do you have to risk it with tom gilbert i don't think you should risk it if you're going to risk it with people you want to you want to risk it with people who can score a really big score yeah. Like uh like Kalen Ponger. He's more of a, he's a risk. Okay. So maybe just stay away from Tom Gilbert for now and see how he's going maybe after round four or five. Yeah, I think there's a few other guys you can probably have than Tom Gilbert in that mid or even yeah. edge. Yeah. Okay. Uh let's move on. Ray Stone. Five sorry, two hundred and fifty seven thousand, break even of eighteen. Is this another new inclusion, Callum? Yeah, mate. Uh, yep, new inclusion at the Dolphins. Um, I Dolphins, but like in the comp, no, I. No, no, he he's an experienced player or somewhat. Um, but he's been at one of those players that have struggled with injuries in the past. Okay. Um, he's coming back. I think it's from an ACL that he did last year after he scored a try, and I think he did his ACL whilst doing that. Was that him? The Eagles. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure that's, that's how he did it. Diamond. Yeah, right now I remember. Yeah, so. Um, look, there's talks at the moment, and I really hope this happens. It's either between Gilbert or Stone for starting at lock. I really hope Stone starts at lock. Yeah, but he's okay. got, just coming back from that ACL. Um, he started at lock once, um, in his career, where he played the full eighty. Well, sorry, he played full 80 once starting at lock and he scored 57 points. Now, I don't think he'll play 80 and he definitely well, he definitely won't play 80 um, at the Dolphins. But if he can play around 50, that'll be good. Like if he starts, he'll play around 50. If he doesn't and he comes off the bench, I think the most likely scenario is he'll probably play roughly 20 to 30 minutes. He yeah. can also play a little bit of hooker as well, but the next bloke will probably uh, do that, that we'll mention. Um, but Nick, he's in a lot of people's teams as well. He's in my team. I think he's wow. going to be a good player to have. 
Maybe if he is on the bench as well. Like, we have to look at the trials, uh, see how many minutes he gets. But I think he's probably someone that you have to consider, especially with his ownership. 24% owned, yes. Mm. That's, uh... They're all hoping he starts at lock. Yeah, I don't think he's going to, though. No. But he's going to be She's going to be on the bench as a forward, as a yeah. middle forward. So, I mean, it's probably okay to, to have him still. Okay. Uh, Cal, the bloke that you were just talking about who could be another good option, Cody Nicarima, 250K, kicking it off, uh, break-even of 17. So he's cheaper. He's got a lower break-even. So how come – do you, are more people choosing Ray Stone over Cody? They should be because this is not a good option. Nick, how many – um, how many? Uh, well, what's his ownership? <laughs> what is Cody Nickerim's ownership? It is yeah. more than Tom Gilbert's. It's ten point eight percent. If you are part of that ten point eight percent, two words. I said it last year. I'll say it again. Good Delete luck. app. What are you doing? Seriously, think. <laughs> Cody Nickerima, you need to get rid of him. <laughs> He will come on and probably play, oh, look, 10, 15 minutes at hooker. Yuck. Yuck, 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 yuck. Right. There's no upside. By the way, by the way, Carl, just, I just want to butt in here. Um, yes. Is Riley posing for like a, a painting of himself, you know, on like a, you know, like a nude painting? Mate, I work for <laughs> I'm awake at bloody 3.30 in the morning. Of course, I'm tired. I'm lying down. Right, <laughs> your, your two voices are just so relaxing to listen to talking about stats and whatnot. It's making it a little bit sleepy. So oh, don't uh, say that. <laughs> yeah, Cody Nickerim is a no go unless he starts at hooker or half, which is not going to happen unless there's an injury. So, yep, yeah, don't yeah, have him. Don't, don't have him. him. Don't have him. Like Cal said, righto. There are better options at that price. All right. And obviously, we'll go through those players throughout the rest of the previews before we hit round one. Jared Wallace to finish off the potty, starting at 426K, break even of 29. Jared Wallace, is he a spicy option, Nick? Yes, Jared Wallace, the son of Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, he's come from the Titans. Where he had a little uh, good run there last year when he was starting prop. Yeah, towards the end of the year, didn't he? Yeah, but then he, I don't know what he did. He got a six in 35 minutes starting at prop. I don't know what happened there. He got injured, didn't he? Yeah, it doesn't look think like he did. it. He probably got sent off. Who knows? Oh, yeah, he got sent off. <laughs> he probably got a couple of sin bins. <laughs> oh, good old Jared. But I think Wayne will pull him into line there. If you look at that, that five game average there, well, it was like you got like 57, 57, 35, 46, 33. And only in about mid-40s minutes there. And so if he starts a prop again, Callum, I reckon he's nearly going at a P, uh, PPM there. He's nearly going a point a minute there. So I cannot believe we're talking about Jared Wallace. Well, like- 40, 40 to 45, I can see him averaging, and he's priced at 29. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, he has a career average of forty from forty-eight minutes. That's good. <laughs> Why is his break even twenty-nine then? Because he got he, sent off and then injured or something. Yeah, and he really didn't do anything last year. And he hasn't been fantasy relevant for years. I remember when he came in and he was um a little bit of a cash cow at the Bronx, but he has not been fantasy relevant since I reckon moving to the Titans. Really, or maybe for his first season there, but he hasn't been relevant. And now he's gone to a new club. The person that will take minutes off him and that might get the starting role is Mark Nichols. Yeah. That's probably the only person that will take minutes off him. But if he can start, like, (laughs) I'm not going to lie, he has been in one of my draft teams, but that was for like 10 minutes and I've gone, I can't. I just... But (laughs) he has upside if he starts. And he's somehow fantasy relevant. He's not fantasy relevant until he is fantasy relevant. And he is this year. If so starts, say, say Mark Nichols starts at prop with Jesse yeah. Bromwich. Yeah. Would you would you still consider buying Jared Wallace or not? If he's off the bench? Yeah. No. No, I, I, I don't think you could do it because 
he'll probably only play 30 minutes and he's pretty much at that break even. So he'll have to go better than a point a minute. I don't think he can do that. It's interesting. I Jesse Bromwich doesn't play a lot of minutes though, does it? Really? No, and I suppose you could, you know, say that they're both getting older. Jared is younger. And Mark Nichols doesn't play a lot of minutes either. No, that's true. The goat from South. Yeah. No longer there, so no longer goat. I don't know though. It's it's just something you have to wait and see in the trials. We keep saying it, but this in particular will probably be have to you have to wait. So see how they're gonna if he, yeah, round one starting prop. You gonna purchase him then? No, oh, well, you said you're not well, going to. Now. It, well, if he's if he starts round one, I will yeah. be considering it because yeah. he should score forty. Yeah, at least break even twenty nine. There's money. Yeah, right. I need money for my team. What's to say though, the old owl before the game. Oh, we're gonna put him back to the bench and start Mark Nichols. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> I hate when that happens. That is why <laughs> I hate it so much. And it was last year. It started doing it with Tom Starling and bloody, what's his name? Wolford. Um, yeah, Zach. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, bro. Yeah. That's unlucky if that happens. Trouble. When that happens to one of your players, <laughs> get rid of them. <laughs> You're exactly. in trouble. Time right, to move them on. Let's talk about the Dolphins' overall performance in 2023. How do you reckon they're going to go? Because there's a lot of speculation, like you said before, Cal, that they're going to finish with the wooden spoon their very first year. How do you reckon they're actually going to go? Spoon. You reckon as well, Nick? I, I, Yeah, look, they'll be fighting for it. Nah, they're not getting the spoon. They'll be fighting for it, though. They'll be a contender. At one point, they will be last on the ladder. Probably round one. <laughs> think under the the coaching of Wayne Bennett, I don't think that's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, a lot of teams have gotten better this year. Like the Bulldogs have gotten better. Tigers have gotten better. Um, I, it's Dragons are probably, like I said, their main contenders. I mean, War- Warriors, like Warriors as well. Warriors are still bad. Yeah. Even though they've got people in, they're not the greatest still. I feel like see, the, we I have feel to see like how the Titans new coach are goes. still better than the Dolphins. I, th- I feel like Titans are still better than the Dolphins, or they should be anyway. Only just it's a flip of a coin. So yeah, we're thinking like <laughs> Dolphins, Warriors, Dolphins, Warriors at the bottom, eh? With Dragons, I think it's going to be one of those three. Um, all right. Hmm. Sounds good, lads. All right, that's our latest three teams we've previewed: the Dragons, the Knights, and the Dolphins. More previews to come. Make sure you uh, make sure you stay tuned to Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Just a reminder: if you have any questions for us, or uh, if you want to, you know, jump on board and be a part of the Three Blokes team, send us a message on our socials. Jump on Facebook. Jump on Instagram. DM us. We'll get back to you. Even if you have questions about who you should start with, we can help you with uh, trying to suss out what the best starting team is for you for 2023. And we are very excited for footy to finally come back on our TVs and to our stadiums. Uh, as always, we like to finish off the potty with Nick's final thoughts. I'll just quickly mention the next three uh, teams oh, that we'll go through, mate. Just to, just to let the listeners know. Yes. Um, yeah. It's going to be a good one, let me tell you. Sharks. Cowboys, oh. Broncos. Oh, Nick, he's frothing. Oh, baby. <laughs> and with that, Nick, finish us off, mate. Goodbye. <laughs>